This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chatterbox on Joy 94.9. Oh, my love. <laughs> Good evening and welcome Australia to Chatterbox But it's a very special Chatterbox tonight, isn't it, my oh, love? It is, can I say I think I hurt my womb doing that that intro I went down a bit too low <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, hey, big thanks to those fabulous boys of uh, Hide and Seek My love, what's so special about tonight? Oh, it's Queens of Disco Now, if there's not enough queens on the air, enjoy Which... God knows. <laughs> Tonight's the Queen of Disco. There's no guests. It's just us and some of the most fabulous women of the 70s throughout the most glitzy, glamorous era of the music scene, which was disco. Oh, my goodness. Now, now obviously, there is going to be some cracking tracks tonight. And the first track you're actually listening to, which is taking the place of our usual theme song, is a cracking song from 1979, my love. I'll Never Forget My Favourite Disco by Dexter Wensdell and the Jones Girls. And that is that is a little bit of um, a song going out to all those beautiful people at the Disco Appreciation Society oh, on Facebook. Well, con- welcome to Chatterbox Disco Appreciation Society. <laughs> now, can I say, for all our lovely listeners, yep. tonight's all about disco, and not just ladies of disco, but just disco in general. We're going to be playing the ladies of disco, but we want to know from you, what's your favourite disco track? So... SMS us on 0427-JOIN949 or email us on air at joy.org.au and let us know what your favourite disco track is. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, my love. Yes. So I might just fade off um, the beautiful Dexter could Wednesday. You, could, you, yeah. could, you, could, you, could you bring it down? <laughs> it, I feel like I'm in a porn movie, quite frankly. Look, you and wait. not a good one. <laughs> I was, was going to say, my love, you wait till I play the, the final Donna Summer track tonight. <laughs> it's Porn City. Now, the first track, it was so hard to choose who was going to start off our uh, very special Queens of Disco show. Yes. And my love, who did you choose? Look, we chose Gloria Gaynor and it's not... It's not the one you would think. It's not Thank I Will Thank God, survive. because that has been played to death. There's no roller skates. No. Put your karaoke machines away. No. But it's actually a song from 1974. Yes. Um, and it's Never Can Say Goodbye by the delicious Gloria Gaynor. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9.
You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew, and this is our special Queens of Disco edition on Joy 94.9. Absolutely. That was the fabulous Glory Gaynor with the Say Goodbye. Now, can I say, I was watching something the other night, and this was how this song came to be. Yes. And there was a music producer in New York that basically said, Yes. I want to make a song that sounds like it cost a million dollars to make. Right. And it was that whole luscious strings orchestration. Yes. Um, That was this song. And it's also, this was the first extended mix we're all used to extended remixes now, but this was the first song that was extended out beyond a seven-inch single, and I think it went for like 11 or 12 minutes, um, purely four clubs. Absolutely. And this is, I mean, the age of the disco era was the first time when, I think it was in New York City or in a French discotheque, where they actually connected. You, you just didn't have the song fade out completely and someone inter, inter, introduced the song. Yeah. The song started, Absolutely. just kept on blending, which is so used to clubs nowadays. Can I say, Gloria Gaynor hated the fact that this went for 10 minutes because <laughs> they didn't extend the singing bits. They just extended the music bits. And the record, she said to the record producer, what am I supposed to do? And he Absolutely. said, learn to dance. <laughs> and if you look on YouTube... She didn't really ever learn no, she to didn't dance. really. <laughs> Thank God she had a voice. My love. Thank God she had a voice. Now, my love, we are asking the question of our beautiful Joy listeners tonight. What's your favourite disco song? Doesn't have to be a woman. Doesn't have to be a queen of disco. It can just be what's your favourite disco song. Like, my love, the fabulous Bob in well, Abbotsford. We've been on air for seven minutes. We've had a bit of a flurry of messages. I know. We've had Bob from, from Abbotsford saying, yes. without a doubt, knock on wood, best disco song ever. And I'm assuming that's the Amy Stewart version. Of course it is. That's just me just showing my disco bones. Ab- <laughs> absolutely. Hey, Way from Kensington has sent us a message and said, my favourite disco track, Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Barry Gibbs was too hot for me. Oh, in his he, day, my yeah, love. No, absolutely. He was a bit hot. He looked a little bit like a lion in a jumpsuit. <laughs> it was a lot of facial hair. There was way oh. too much tight pant going oh, on. Oh, my God, was there ever. The tightest of pant. Now, my love, we just had a marvellous meal at our local Indian restaurant. Yes. And one of those lovely people, we got to meet some charming girls from Perth tonight. Big hello, big shout out to them. But Peter, who we were also having um, dinner with, he sent us through a message saying, any Felicia Allen, only if you care to dare. Now, honestly, for those of you that don't know who Felicia Allen is, and honestly, why would you? She's the mother from The Cosby Show, and she was Felicia Rashad. Felicia Rashad, yes. Um, But Peter does have a disco album. It was a concept album with her dressed as Josephine Baker on the cover. Yes, and I I don't think all the bananas hit her... Lady parts. <laughs> but it was heaven nevertheless. Now, my love. Yes. Disco. Yes. Bit of a, it's one of our favourite genres, Oh, no, it? look, it is. And it was it was just one of those genres that I think came, it it, it, it was the, 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 the club scene that led the music rather than the music Absolutely. led the club scene. And it came from the, Fu- gay, the gay scene and the black scene. Absolutely. And in America. Was, yep. And it was that underground scene that just brought this beautiful euphoric, type of music out into the the, 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 the mainstream. Absolutely. Um, that was prevalent from what, like 74 through to 80? Well, it's funny because really disco has origins in Motown and definitely funk. And it was when funk decided to ch- turn, turn around and um, there was a mixture of electronica and beats. And they've always argued what is the the... Number one disco, what what hit it off? And it's really hard to pinpoint, but it was around 1973, 1974 yeah. when it was really born. A little bit when I was born as well, my love. So oh. 
Look. Okay, happy birthday for you last <laughs> week, Chris. We didn't get that in last week. No, for some we didn't reason. get that in last week because we had the favourite. We, we were t- talking too busy on P Flag. Hey, you're listening to Brett and Angie tonight on, with our very special disco show, only on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9 in Melbourne. Joy.org.au for the world. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. And tonight is our very special Queens of Disco episode. Now, my love. Yes. Let's go back in time. Yes. I know. And what was your first disco track? Well, do you know, funny enough, we were thinking about this earlier, and it was actually yep. the first song that I bought with my own money. Yes. It wasn't song, like birthday money or Christmas money. Mm-hmm. It was, I went out and bought it, and it was in 1975, and it was Donna Summer, and it was I Feel Love. And funny enough, wow. the boys on Sound Museum tonight at 8 o'clock had a Giorgio Moroder special. Yes, I know. And Giorgio Moroder didn't start his career with Donna Summer, no. but he certainly came to the forefront with Donna Summer, and I Feel Love was probably the first major hit that he had. Um, and he's back in the limelight again now because he's just had a hit with Kanye Minogue and he's got a hit with um, Sia at the moment. Yeah. So I think it was I Feel Love, Donna Summer. Do you know what I find really interesting about I Feel Love? What? Is I started clubbing right at the end of the 80s. Yeah. And through the 90s and the noughties, and even now you can still hear that track in clubs. Oh, absolutely. Because it was so yeah. ahead of its time. It's a mixture of electronica, dance, disco. A little disco. bit of high energy. Yeah. It's absolutely, absolutely amazing. Now, obviously, child of the 70s and growing up in Perth, WA. Look, Australia was, my love, a little bit obsessed with disco, especially in the later 70s. Can I say that from what I've seen, because I wasn't here, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems to have been the campest possible oh. end of disco. <laughs> Well, it's funny you should say that because mine would have to be the village people with You Can't Stop the Music. Um, no one got that the village people were the campus thing. Case ever. dismissed. <laughs> Case dismissed. And I absolutely adored them. And, um, and then obviously what was also happening at the time was disco was going so mainstream, so Shows like Sesame Street. There was the Ethel Merman oh, disco album. Can I say that was an the a, that was a monstrosity. Oh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. But it's so crossed over. Disco Duck. Oh my god, Disco Duck. But but then it sort of died because it was just too mainstream. Oh look, and absolutely. it got too but, electronic. But it sort of became uh, a little bit funk. It became a little bit high energy. It became a little bit underground, and eventually it came back up as house. Absolutely. Um, but you couldn't kill it. You couldn't kill Honestly, it. it was like a Kennedy. You couldn't... Well, no. Maybe like Rose Kennedy. You couldn't kill Oh, gosh. No chance with Rose. She was waiting to see Jackie. She waited until Jackie died, didn't she? It's quite Sorry. easy to kill a Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, love. we've gone off topic. Anyway, we've gone off topic. But we have received another fabulous message. Um, they haven't put their name on it, but they have said, by Earth, Wind and Fire, a bloody cr- uh, classic is, disco. Yeah. Boogie Wonderland. I went to see Earth, Wind and Fire at the Hilton in about 1994. Yes. And I swear to God, there would have been like 53 people on stage and they were all in the <laughs> band. No idea what any of them were doing, but it, again, can't agree more. Fabulous, fabulous disco track. Probably my favourite Earth, Wind and Fire song has to be September. Yeah. But Boogie Wonderland is a very close number two. And number three would be Fantasy. Yes. Which Black Box did a remake of... 
in the late 80s, early 90s? Early 90s. I think it was yep. like 1990. And sung Another by game. the delicious Martha, Martha Wash. Not yes. by that model that they paraded in front no, of us. No, no. <laughs> now, speaking of gorgeous disco divers. Yes. Another person that I remember very early on in the piece yep. had to be our own. Well, she's now our own Marcia Hines. Yes. But at the time she was from Boston. Yeah. And she came over for hair. Hair. Yeah. Well, thankfully she stayed and she made well, She this... got knocked up. She did get knock up, knocked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, oh, she did, Mrs. Yeah, she did. And she did this fabulous track in 1976, my love. I got the music in me. Oh, you're listening to Brett and Andrew on Chatterbox on Joy 94.9. And this is our Queens of Disco special. This is Marsha Hines and you're listening to Joy 94.9, Australia's first and only gay and lesbian community radio station. You did a great job, darling. <laughs> you're listening to Brett and Andrew <laughs> <laughs> on our Queens of Disco special on Chatterbox on Joy 94.9. Now, my love. Yes, we were listening to Marcia, Marcia. Hines singing. I've got the music in me. Now, I've probably said this before on Joy. Yes. Marcia Hines yes. grew up on the same street. Donna Bloody Summer. Donna Summer, who's going to come up a little bit later she on. She is. She is. Um, but yeah, absolutely. She was friends with her Donna Summer's younger sister. Sister. Yeah. And they all sung. And what I love about I've Got the Music in Me, and sometimes with Marsha songs, 
um, little bit of gospel, and they all sung up singing in church. Yeah, which is um, you know. Um, Fabio, what a great way to start! And a little bit of gospel in a disco song. Oh, oh tips another the, box that, that for was the me. Case with a lot of, of of the queens of disco, they grew up singing in church. Absolutely, and they had these fabulous voices that just got overlaid with this fabulous production. Absolutely. Um, now we've had some fabulous messages come through. We have, and if you want to send us through, we are asking the question tonight: What's your favourite disco track, my love? Yes, we've had one come through from one of our favourite listeners, which is John from Burnie, yes. and he's, he's abusing the friendship slightly because. <laughs> He's, he's chosen his five favourite oh, disco songs. I know, my The love. first one is Upside Down by Diana Ross. Miss Ross to you. Yes, Miss Ross. The second one is Born to be Alive by Patrick Hernandez. The third Loving one is, the track list so far. Oh, no, great Loving song. Loving it. The third one is Ma, Ma, Ma. How do you like it? How do you like it? By Andrea's it? True, True Connection. The yep. fourth one is I Can't Stand the Rain. Now, it's by Eruption, but I thought... Hot Chocolate did a version of no, this they as didn't. well. Okay, no. apologies. And the last one is Lady Bun by Penny McLean. Oh, fabulous. Now, the um, message before about Earth, Wind and Fire was from the fabulous Bev of Caulfield. Can I say Bev of Caulfield? I lived with you for four years and I had no idea that Boogie Wonder Land was your favourite disco song. I'm going to send Ever. it to you. I'm going to bike it over to you in the morning. <laughs> Then we've had a gorgeous one from the delicious Ezra from Blenheim Palace, which says, hello, boys. The best disco song has to be The Emotions, Best of My Love, brought back with the Boogie Nights soundtrack. Absolute gold. Can I say, and for those of you who haven't seen Boogie Nights, or let's just remind ourselves if we have, what I love, it was the perfect track because it was that sort sort of panning in and... Slowly, sort of surveying the scene. It was a it was sexy the disco song, wasn't it, Brett? It was a perfect song. And then we've had another one from one of our favourite listeners and also yes. one of our favourite guests, which was the delicious Michael Kendall from St Kilda, that says, Me again, um, for the best radio show in town, gotta be the best disco in town by the Ritchie family. Bopping away to this show, oh, Mike XOX. Mike, awesome choice. I think for the Ritchie family, for me, has to be Give Me a Break. From oh. which was also from You Can't Stop the Music, <laughs> um, but that's just me. But gr- can I say great choices to keep them coming on Joy Family? Now, my love. Yes. Now the next person yes. that you've chosen technically isn't female, but definitely was a big queen. Can I say it was the queen of is as actually hailed as and was inducted into the Music Hall of Fame, yes. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as the Queen of Disco. Yes, and that's Sylvester. Oh. Um, born in LA, oh God, I think it was in the fifties or the sixties, um, yes. but had a really tough time because obviously was one of the most um, flamboyant, flamboyant, absolutely dressed in drag from a really, really early age. And I loved in the film clips of "You Make Me Feel Mighty Real" and "Born to Be Alive," yep. like totally androgynous. Well, not even androgynous; it was a form of drag but really no can I say he actually in, in, in his career he didn't yeah. like to be referred to as a drag queen but in his earlier career in the 60s yeah. he was part of a drag troupe that were called the Coquettes and Divine was part of that as well oh really but it was very much a send up Oh, okay. And Sylvester So would... a little bit like the Fitz at the Ritz. Oh, look, absolutely. Yeah. But Sylvester would do this bit around singing Billie Holiday um, wow. type medleys. And apparently it lifted the audience out of, like... Um, piss take into yeah. serious and people would turn up just to see Sylvester because he had wow. a very high falsetto voice um, sing these belly, Billy Holly, uh, Billy Billie Holiday medleys um, but he didn't really get his big break until later on it was about 1978 and it yep. was his second album and it yep. was step two yep. um, and now was this before or after he 
he sung because he sung a lot at the Paradise Garage, which was the underground sort of gay disco he, in New York City a, in the seventies. No, 70s. no, no, no. He did a lot of singing in San Francisco, and, and Sylvester yeah. most of Sylvester's career was in San Francisco. Oh wow! Um, and he was auditioning for backing singers, and he got yep. this gorgeous, tall, blonde, leggy backing singer. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this little short, fat, black backing singer came in and blew him away, and it was Martha Wash. Wow. And he said, "Do you have another fat?" black backing singer with a big <laughs> voice and she said yes I do and she introduced him to her friend and they were called the two tons of fun who later went on to be the weather girls the weather girls who had massive hits like it's raining men and it's, it's raining, raining men. men and also <laughs> dear santa bring me a man this christmas which was basically the Weather Girls singing It's Running Look, Men it at was, Christmas Time. But can I say, Martha Wash also went on into the 80s and 90s. She sang everything on Black Box. It wasn't that model girl. Absolutely. She sang all of CNC Music Factory. And Absolutely. she's a little bit legendary, but she was a backhead vocal, vocalist for Sylvester. His first big breakout track was in 1978, which yep. was You Make Me Feel. Um, and that was a real crossover because it was sort of taking it out of disco into almost a high energy space and which went on to be a massive sound in the 80s absolutely and my love yes by your choice here it is now sylvester with you make me feel mighty real get your fans out girls (laughs) (laughs) you're listening to disco chatterbox tonight on joy 94.9 the joy smartphone app now at joy.org.au you're listening to chatterbox with brett and andrew on joy 94.9 and tonight is our very special queens of disco edition oh my god is it ever it is we are playing disco song after disco song tonight now can i say it's also and it's something that's quite gorgeous it's also all about the women of disco absolutely hey we've had another message from the fabulous in bar saying it's past my bedtime but it's totes worth it boys loving (laughs) your disco show you're not too old to say totes Don't even have to say bag at the end of it. <laughs> Stay relevant. I love it. Now, my love. Yes. What's Chatterbox about again? Chatter- just for those people who've just tuned in for the first time. Look, it's a little bit of a different one tonight because normally we bring in a member of the community to talk about themselves Absolutely. and they choose four songs and they talk about their lives and their journey. Yes. But tonight we've actually just chosen to bring in the Queens of Disco. And Absolutely. Disco was obviously one of those fundamentally fabulous genres of music. Oh, absolutely. That started around the early 70s. Phase fizzled out around the early, early 80s. Early 80s. But then came back with a bang. But 
it's tonight we're celebrating the queens of disco and i think one of one of my most favorite things about disco is the fact that it was the female artists that seemed to really come to the forefront um you Absolutely. had your bgs you had your barry whites but there was for every bg there was a donna for every barry white there was a gloria Gaynor. and the next artist is probably a little bit controversial because it is Miss Diana Ross. Now, Diana Ross obviously was wildly famous throughout the 60s as part of the Supremes and part of the Motown Absolutely. hit factory. Absolutely. Um, but she did make her impact on disco. And probably one of her first disco tracks was in 1976, and it was Love Hangover. Yes. I, I, I read a little bit about Love Hangover earlier this week, and yes. she was really reluctant to record it because she'd never done disco before. She didn't think she would be believable as a disco artist really absolutely and so they hung a mirror ball in the recording studio <laughs> with her but they actually recorded about 40 minutes of her singing and wow. if you listen to the extended mix and disco is all about extended mixes but if you listen to the extended mix of love hangover there's lots of diana ross laughing and um sort of almost joking with the microphone and she basically danced around for 45 minutes with a mirror ball mm -hmm. um, and just sang over the top of her backing track. Wow. And it, she, she had some other big hits in the 70s as well. Oh, she had Upside Down. Look, I think that came later. She, yep. she, she did the Nile Rodgers album in yep. the early 80s. Yep. She had, um, but Ch she also had Living, Loving, Giving, which was on Thank God It's Friday soundtrack. Yes. She had The Boss. Um, I would say one of her best discos. But wasn't a huge hit. That was the thing. It was oh, a lot wow. of Diana Ross's disco songs weren't particularly successful. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though, in hindsight now, they're great disco tracks. Yeah, yeah. They weren't particularly successful, but she did um, break through in the early 80s with the Diana album, yep. which was Upside Down, I'm Coming Out, which we'll talk about. And then, obviously, leading on to a little bit later where she did Chain Reaction, which was originally written by the Bee Gees, because yep. the Bee Gees, a little bit like Dinah Ross at the start of the 70s, a little bit toxic because oh, look, she absolutely. was over the beaches. No one wanted to touch them, yeah. but then they did all these great songs. Islands in the Stream yeah. um, for Donny, uh, for Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Yeah. And they worked on this because they were just sort of, well, people just thought they were naff by the 80s. Well, the next song we're about to play, which is Love Hangover by Diana Ross, was actually recorded by Diana Ross and then separately by, line, uh, by um, Marvin Gaye. And oh, wow. the Diana Ross version was so much sexier than the Marvin Gaye yeah, version yeah, yeah. that they released the Diana Ross version and it pretty much revived her career a little yeah. bit because she started to flag in the early 70s. And this is around 1976. Yeah. And this is the gorgeous Miss Ross to you. And can I say for everyone, when the song hits up, please roll up the rug and have a dance in your living room. <laughs> it's worth it. You're listening to Brett and Andrew on the Queens of Disco Chatterbox special on Joy 94.9.
you're listening to Disco Queen. Oh, sorry, Queens of Disco <laughs> Chatterbox Special on Joy ninety four point nine. Can I say that song always reminds oh. me of a sauna scene in Tales of the City because that was playing in the background. Ah. And if my father's listening, a sauna is where gay men used to go in the seventies to drink coffee. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now we were just talking about whilst that song was playing that Pauline Henry had a fabulous. Remake of that in around the mid nineties. Yeah, absolutely. Which apparently you used to play when we were first dating. I did. I used to play the Pauline Henry version of Love Hangover. Yes, and it was two thousand and one, I think it was. Yes, and I used to play the Braxton's version of the Boss. So they were both massive oh, tributes look. to Miss Ross. Absolutely. Um, but we've had a couple of messages come through. Yes. Now, my love, first yes. first message from Chris of Yarraville, no less. Oh, lovely Chris of Yarraville. Yes. Who I've never met. Yes. Feeling nostalgic tonight, boys. This takes me back to an old nightclub in Auckland we used to go called Boogie Wonderland. Loving it. Now, Chris has also, he actually made a request this week, my love, to play a Pointer Sisters song. Yes. And I've said, I'm so excited. Now, I have to say, Chris, it came that close. (laughs) But we might see what we can do next week or the week after. And also, John of Burnley sent through a message, and he's hinting because we are going to finish up with the Donna Summer song tonight, clearly. The Queen of Disco. And, And John's champing at the bit <laughs> to find out what it is. And he's asked for a hint. And he said, Brett, does the Donna song involve Ladies of the Night? Well, John. No, it doesn't, it quite frankly, doesn't. John from Burnley. <laughs> We're not that type of show. Actually, no, I think I've I think I've worn out the song for Bad Girl. Now, I, don't, look, I don't think I'm allowed to play it anymore on Joy. That was the delicious Miss Diana Rossing in Love Hangover. Absolutely. Which was from 1974. Six, I think it was. Yes, my love. Um, and it sort of re-invived, or revived, re-invived. <laughs> it revived her career. Revived, my love. Revived. It's like a Liza Doolittle, isn't it? Um, it revived her career to some extent, but she was never really a major disco artist until around 1980 when she released the Diana album. Yes. Um, and that was produced by Nile Rogers, and that had like My Old Piano, I'm Coming Out, um, Upside Down, um, but look, Nile Rogers was the darling of the disco scene. And if you don't know who Nile Rogers is, he was the mastermind behind Chic, who had some of the biggest, most classy disco. Oh, no, I can't believe I just said the words classy because people that say classy oh, aren't. It ain't classy <laughs> if you're saying it. <laughs> but they had a really sophisticated disco sound in the 70s. Absolutely. Um, Probably the most sophisticated song. Absolutely. And he produced Diana Ross. He went on to produce a lot of artists in later in his career, like Madonna, David Bowie. Um, but he was the darling of the disco scene. Um, he just re—he did a, a, he just released something actually a, a couple of months ago, which was fantastic. Absolutely, and obviously after the break, we'll be playing um, by Sister Sledge, one of the the groups he worked with. Absolutely. Now this is originally released in 1979. It was lost in music, but we'll be playing the 1984 Niles Rogers version. And my love, yes. another message has come through. Oh, is it? And it is from Robin. And Robin's saying, um, it's YMC- uh, Sorry, it's In the Navy by the Village People is her favourite. Oh, do you know, track. this is the gorgeous Robin who I used to listen to, who I used to work with at Longcom years and years and years ago. And she used to make me dance to In the Navy at conferences. <laughs> Missed your favourite show? Head to the new Joy website and click on podcasts to catch up with the best Joy has to offer. Joy.org.au
You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew on our Queens of Disco Chatterbox special. We just saw two Queens of Disco walk by then. We did indeed. It was the gorgeous Leon. Leo. Leo. And the beautiful Brian. From... Sound Museum? Yes. Why are they still here? They had a show on at eight o'clock. Because they're dedicated joy people, They're Mark. slaves to the music. They are slaves <laughs> to the music. Now, we've had a flurry of last-minute messages. We've got <laughs> one from the gorgeous Rebecca Ballam, who's sissy, delicious yes. sissy, which says, Hello, my boys. Getting my boogie, my disco boogie on. I love Shaka Khan. I'm every woman. Well, I am, aren't I? Yes, you are. <laughs> now, Imbar has sent through another message saying, Would you consider the Wonder Woman? Woman theme song is disco. It's one of my faves. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I think I've danced to a remix of it at a gay club. <laughs> now, Michelle Barber yes. has sent through a message and she initially said, her, um, Hi guys, you always make me giggle. My favourite is Peaches and Herb in Motion. But bless her, she sent another one yes. saying, Oh, OMG, yeah. I'm an idiot. No, you're not, darling. You're gorgeous. Here's what I meant. Best of my love by emotions. We've also had one from the lovely Mordecai Divaroli, which says, and I've got to say, it's in font size. It is the, the funniest thing I've read if it all was, night. If this was in PowerPoint, it would be font size about 46. <laughs> it's like a large print novel you get from the library that says, ha ha, Andrew and Brett. Brett just showed me a video not so long ago of you all performing not once, but many performances of In the Navy. <laughs> I wrote this because my eyes are getting bad. Oh. Thanks, Marco. Bless Marco. Now, we've also had another message going, Hi, boys. I love disco. And don't worry, she wasn't around there, so I shan't request Madonna. It's got to be the fabulous oh, Scotty. Scotty. So many, but I love Gloria Gaynor, Honey Bee, and her cover of Never Can Say Goodbye. Scotty, we played it for you. We could dedicate it to you tonight, my love. Scotty, you were obviously busy at five past ten tonight. <laughs> that was our opening track. She was, <laughs> she was playing, my love. She was playing Madonna. Now, yes. we've only got a very brief moment to talk about. For me, the absolute queen of disco, Look, it is Donna Bloody Summer. It really is. She really was the the ultimate queen of oh. disco. She sold more records in the 70s and early 80s Absolutely. than any other artist. And I think she just sums up what disco is all about. Absolutely. Somebody, as I think I, think I touched on earlier, that the, the person that, 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 that brought in Gloria Gaynor to sing Never Can Say Goodbye said, yeah. I want... Somebody that's going to make this song sound like it cost a million dollars to make. Yes. And I think that was what Donna Summer actually did. Everything she sang yeah. sounded just like it cost a million dollars. The production on it was exquisite. The boys earlier on Sound Museum yes. had Giorgio Moroder as their special Absolutely. Um, guest artist. He was one of the obviously fundamental p- parts of her career. He started Absolutely. her off. Um, but then and, obviously and, and she- Donna had a lot of, um, in her early Earlier on in her career, she had a few hits in Germany of all, all Absolutely. places. Absolutely. Well, she started a little bit like Marsha Hines. She started in Hair, the musical. Yes. And she was the touring company for Hair, and she went over to Germany, and that's Absolutely. how she met Giorgio Moroder because Absolutely. she was in the touring company of Hair. And initially, her career, she was a little bit sexy. She was a um, lot sexy. But she was brought up in the church, and that never really sat with her. That no, Her image not well. was always portrayed because she was – her original moniker was the First Lady of Love. Yes. And that never really sat that well with her because she sang some very sexy songs. Well, one of them of will be playing out th- on the show Probably tonight. the sexiest of her Probably songs. Probably the sexiest. Um, but it's, it's, she went on to have massive, massive success with albums like Bad Girls. Absolutely. Um, on the radio. Absolutely. And, of course, then she had her hits of the 80s as well. Now, by the 90s, Donna had a revival 
with Stock Aiken and Waterman. With one of my favourite Donna Summer songs. Um, and she's sort of faded out, but she's also written a lot. She had, before she died, the last probably 10, 20 years of her life, she wrote, uh, she got back into gospel. Yeah. There was always controversy. Did she or did she not say the comments around um, AIDS and gay people? She was misquoted. Yeah. Um, I've actually seen the document myself. Um, it is a storm in a teacup. I miss her every day. She's not on this planet. She died of cancer a few years ago, which was incredibly sad. But there are two concerts that she did, my love. Yeah. And the first one is Summer Nights. Yeah. Hot Summer Nights with Donna. Hot Summer Nights with Donna in the late 70s, and it is brilliant. But the one that you and I have watched not so long ago was the fabulous VH1 special, which I actually think is better because the quality of the sound is so much better. It was the Live or More encore. Now, she did Live or More, which was a live album in the 70s, and that was where the MacArthur Pass Week came from. Oh, so good. Obviously, then much later on, she did Live or More encore, which was the live concert, and she sang Enough is Enough with Tina Arena. Absolutely. Now, we're running out of time, my love. We will be back for a little bit of Donna and a little bit more disco. After these messages, you're listening to Chatterbox Night with Brett and Andy on our very special disco show. Joy 94.9 You're listening to Shatterbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9 And we are just coming to the end of our delightful Queens of Disco episode of Chatterbox Shut the front gate, my love We have two more disco (laughs) tracks Firstly, um, the fabulous Robert of Joy And we see that gypsy around here all all day and night (laughs) And she's just popped in the studio and said Dan Hartman with Instant Replay Which is an absolute cracker of a disco track And we've also had somebody, someone text in And we don't know who it is is. Yes. But they said, me again. Um, One hello. more. Hello, you again. Um, I think it's John of Burnley. Okay, John of Burnley. One more. Rocks about the Hughes Corporation. Can I say? Yes. Potentially one of the first. It is claimed to be one of the original disco tracks. Absolutely. Yeah. My love, yes. we used to finish at midnight last year. We did. And it was called Midnight, midnight Summer. Summer. And the one song... That I didn't play was what we're going to play now, which is... Probably the sexiest of the Donna sexiest. Summer songs. Love to love you, baby. So, without further ado, hump yourself, silly, and we'll see you next week ah, ah, for another special sexy episode of Chatterbox. Hey, we've got a guest in next week, haven't we, my love? We do indeed. It's only two more shows of Chatterbox until we're going to have a little bit of a rest. Then we're we'll, done. Yes, and then we'll be back later on in the year Absolutely. as well. But to play you out, this is Donna Summer with Love to Love You Baby. Thanks to all our listeners tonight, and we will see you next week. Good night, Melbourne. Good night, Australia.
This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.